Hello and welcome. I'm Jamie and you are listening to the Everyday Queen podcast, the place where we celebrate everyday queens conquering their inner BS and doing epic things in life, love and business. This podcast is for the mamas navigating mum life, the boss babes killing it in their careers, the biz babes forging their own paths and all of you queens in between. I'm here to share with you the real, the raw, and the BS-free tips and tricks on turning your inner mean into an inner queen so that you can show up every day fierce, powerful, and unstoppable. Let's get to it. Ladies, I am so excited to record this episode. Today is my Q&A podcast, so if you missed my post on Instagram last week, I put up a post to let you ask me any questions that you wanted to, and I am going to answer them. Now, I literally just have the list of questions in front of me. I have skimmed over them, but I really haven't scripted this at all, so bear with me. The other thing I want to say, and I wasn't going to say anything, but I just have to. Someone on my street is using a freaking power tool. Of course, on the day that I need to record this episode and on the day that I want to record it and my baby is asleep waiting for me to get this done, someone is using a freaking power tool. So I'm calling it out myself and I'm just saying if you can hear in the background a really annoying droney power tool noise I am sorry I nearly didn't record this purely because I could hear the power tool and I have read reviews on other people's podcasts where people actually give them negative reviews and basically say that it's really bad quality because they can hear noise in the background. So I'm really sorry, guys, but today is the day that I record my podcast. So hopefully you can't actually hear it and I've just rambled for nothing. <laughs> Anyway, let's get to it. So my first question that I had come through, and I actually think that this is going to be a two-part question, but the first question was from the beautiful Beck from Virtual Vibrance. And Beck has asked, why did I start my business and my podcast? So I am going to answer this in two parts. Firstly, I'm going to answer why I started my business. If I'm honest, my business really started as more of like a creative outlet from my day job. So for anyone who doesn't know, I am a qualified pharmacist and I previously, before maternity leave, um, used to manage pharmacies. That was obviously an extremely busy and stressful job. And you're probably thinking, well, why the heck could you start a business? So hear me out. (laughs) I am definitely someone who loves to have a lot of things going on at once. I thrive from being busy. Um, That is definitely a downfall for myself um, sometimes, which I'm sure you can understand. But I found myself in this place at work where my job was taking up all of my time. Um, I was super stressed. I was actually struggling a lot with health problems because of it. And I just hated it. I hated where I was at. I felt like I'd reached everything that I wanted to in my career and then realized that it wasn't what I wanted at all. 
So I had been studying with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which I have spoken about before, and doing my coaching certification. And I just loved everything that that course and that company is about. So I decided that, you know, I've done this coaching certification. Why am I sitting on it, not doing anything with it? I should also add in here that my husband works fly in, fly out. So he works away from home and he is away from home three weeks out of every month. So I am super busy at work, but when I come home, I don't really have a lot to do or I didn't, I do now. (laughs) Um, But at that time, I didn't really have a lot to do. I didn't really have any hobbies. We'd moved to the Sunshine Coast in Australia, in Queensland, um, and I didn't have any friends or anything. So I decided that I should just start working on my coaching just for something to do. If it turned into something, it turned into something. If it didn't, it didn't. I really wasn't committed, to be honest. Then um, a network marketing opportunity fell into my lap, as they so often do. And that was really a massive dive for me um, into the business world and personal development and all of that fun stuff. So I quickly converted from my own coaching over to network marketing. And then that led me back into my own coaching, because what I found was that the things that I was going through, other women were going through. See, in the beginning, I thought it was all just me. I know, ridiculous, but I thought that I was the only one who was faced with these things and that nobody else was having the same struggles or nobody really wanted to listen to it or talk about it. So I kept a lot of it inside. But I found that there are actually so many women who were going through the same things that I was. And it just so happened that a lot of my friends were as well. We all found ourselves in that position where you're on that fast road to 30 and things aren't exactly where you thought they should be. And you just start to really question everything. And, you know, if you're listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's where it all kind of started for my business. And so I decided that since I had been through that journey and I found myself on the other side of it, like, don't get me wrong. I still have days where I struggle with that crappy mindset and the comparison and the questioning and all the rest of it. I definitely still find myself there, but I've worked on myself so much that I found myself in a position where I felt like I had the knowledge and experience to be able to help other women. And that's what I'm all about. Anyone who knows me on a personal level knows that I just want to help people. I want to inspire women and raise women up. And I really want to showcase women. And that is where my podcast comes in. So obviously with all businesses, you will notice that all businesses have some sort of content platform. Anyone who follows Gary V knows that content is where it is at in the business world. We usually just think of Facebook and Instagram as being the content platforms, or you hear about people obviously having their own websites. But what I found was there's so much noise. There is so much noise now on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're not willing to invest thousands and thousands of dollars in ad spend, you really, it's, it's a lot harder to be seen now. You also are quite limited with what you can share because 
I don't know about you guys, but I don't read super long posts. Like if I'm on Instagram, it's to see the beautiful quotes and to look at the pictures and, you know, I'll definitely skim read people's um, captions, but I'm, I'm not down for reading a blog post on Instagram. That's not what I'm there for. So I needed a way that I could share more with you and more in-depth information And that's where the podcast came in. The second side of my podcast is that I found like I love listening to podcasts and I listen to podcast interviews a lot. And they're always with super successful influencer level, famous level women, which is great. That's amazing. I love hearing other women's stories, no matter how well known they are. But I also love hearing the classic girl next door stories. I love hearing stories about people just like me or women just like me doing amazing things despite all of the crap that they are going through. So I really want to use this podcast to be able to showcase stories of everyday women. That is why it is called the Everyday Queen Podcast. So thank you, Beck, for that amazing question. Um, I hope that I answered that in enough detail for you. My next question was from Susie, who has asked, how do you envision your inner queen and embody her daily when you may not have met her for a while? And I really loved this question because I feel like when you're on this journey of self-discovery and self-improvement, the end result can feel so far away sometimes. And so we often find ourselves wondering like, well, if I'm here and I need to be all the way over there, like it's just such a big jump and I just can't see myself doing it. So a lot of it comes down to choice. You need to choose now to be the person that you want to be. And to show up now as the person that you want to be. So I actually recorded for you guys a few episodes ago, a guided visualization on your higher self and your higher self is your inner queen. So I want you to go and listen to that episode. If you haven't already, grab a pen and a notepad Go and do the visualization because that is going to introduce you to your inner queen. And once you've met her, you are going to write down all of the qualities that she possesses and you're just going to show up with those qualities every single day. Choose to show up as your inner queen, even though you don't feel like her every single day. And guess what? She will come out. She has to come out. Ladies, you are not going to believe it. The universe is testing me today. So not only do I have the noise outside, but I didn't actually get to fully finish answering that question because my baby woke up (laughs) and I have to share a story because I nearly completely deleted this entire podcast and I nearly started again because I was like, well, obviously it's a sign. I didn't get to finish it before Harrison woke up. There was noise outside. 
I don't know when the hell I'm going to actually find the time to finish this podcast in time for it to go up on Friday because I'm not organized at the moment. So I don't have any spare episodes and this is all everything that was going on in my mind. And I have to give a shout out to my beautiful friend, Beck, who completely called me out on it. And she said to me, Jamie, what are you doing? Who is your podcast for? Who are you trying to serve? And what is the message that you're trying to share? Why do you think it has to be perfect? So thank you, Beck, for calling me out on my BS when I was choosing to ignore it because this podcast and everything that I do is supposed to be about showing you how to be real and raw and authentic. And I found myself back in that curated authenticity trap where I am pretending on the outside that I'm being real and raw, but behind the scenes, I'm trying to keep everything perfect. So this podcast is going to be so weird because you're now going to hear episode, like the episode is going to be split in two, um, where I've answered a couple of questions and now I'm coming back to answer the rest. But anyway, YOLO, I'm doing it. I'm showing you that you do not have to be perfect to show up and to serve your audience. So (laughs) where I was finishing at with the last question about how you envision your inner queen is actually with a quote that my business coach actually said to me once. Um, And he actually says it a lot. So the quote that he uses all the time is that you must be it before you will see it. And that was actually a quote that was shared to him by some famous millionaire who I don't know who it is, but I really loved the quote and I just think it rings so true. You, you have to just show up as that higher self, as your inner queen. And the more that you do it, the more that you'll believe that you can do it. And the more of that, that you will attract. So I'm going to wrap up that question now. I really hope Susie that I answered that, um, as much as you wanted it to be answered, even though it was split in two. But if you have more questions, just comment on my Instagram and I will bring it up again. So I'm going to jump on to my next question now, which I thought was a really, really good one. Like guys, these are such great questions. They're super deep. There's no surface level stuff here, which I love. So my next question is from Sunrises Project on Instagram. And she asked, how do you keep motivated when you're going through emotional stresses that are out of your control? I know it's important to rest when our bodies tell us, but it's also important to show up in our business daily and consistently. Girl, I hear you. There's a couple of parts to this, though. Number one, motivated. Motivation is complete BS. You are never going to feel motivated 100% of the time. We're not designed to feel motivated 100% of the time. So the first thing that I would do is just look at that. It's not so much about motivation as it is about making sure that you feel inspired all the time and aside of just making it routine. 
I don't know why we all have this thought that everything has to be magical. We wake up every day and we just magically feel motivated to go out and create the life that we're dreaming of. Wouldn't it be awesome if it was that simple? But it's not because we do have days where we wake up and we feel down in the slumps. And that is totally cool. That is okay. So yes, (laughs) my first point is get rid of the word motivated. Instead of expecting to wake up feeling motivated every day to work on what you need to work on, or you know what, better still, work on what you get to work on, because it's a privilege. It is a privilege for us to be able to work on our businesses and work on creating our dream life. So get rid of the word motivated. Instead, I want you to try every day to wake up feeling inspired. Wake up feeling inspired about what you're trying to create. What is it that you're working towards? What is the life that you're dreaming of? If you can wake up every day feeling inspired, the motivation per se will come with that. If you're inspired to create everything that you're wanting to create, it will just flow naturally. At the same time, I want you to accept that there are going to be some days where you are just not going to do anything. And guess what? That is okay. It's actually Sam Laura Brown from the Perfectionism Project who talks about resting without guilt. And I absolutely love that concept because how often do we all sit around when we have a day off from our businesses or a day where we literally just Netflix and chill or you know what, even a night, even a few hours after you finish your day job where you decide, you know what, I don't feel like hustling right now. I just want to switch off and I want to watch RuPaul and I don't want to do anything. And that's all cool in the moment. And then we sit and we feel guilty and we think about all the things that we should be doing. And we're not really resting because we spend the entire time just feeling crap over choosing to rest. It's counterproductive. We just need to let ourselves sometimes rest, just rest without that guilt. Yes, of course, it is important to show up consistently in your business. But guess what? If you just have one day where you actually schedule rest and you actually have that downtime where you don't feel guilty, you will find that you feel motivated and inspired and you'll have the energy to show up in your business every other day. And I'm telling you now, people are not going to notice if you have one day off. So do not let anyone tell you otherwise. The world is just filled with so much noise about business that if you have one day off your business where you let yourself to rest, nobody is going to notice. And that's not going to be the day that you lose out because you didn't show up. So my biggest advice here, Sunrises Project, is to allow yourself that time to rest without guilt. In saying that, it's obviously important to make sure that it's what you're doing only a small amount of the time, because that's what counts, right? It's not what we do 
in those small moments that adds up to the big things. It's what we're doing the majority of the time. So schedule yourself one day where you are allowed to do absolutely nothing and to just rest and rebuild your inspiration or whatever it is that you need to do. And then the rest of the time show up in your business and the good things will come. One last thing I want to note is that there are always going to be things that are out of your control. And this is another thing that came up in my own personal business coaching, where I was always down and pissed off about things that I had absolutely no control over. And I got called out for it because at the end of the day, you can only control so much and it is up to you to take control of what you can control. But if there are things that are arising that you have absolutely no control over, you have to just roll with it because it will eat you up otherwise. All right, I have one more question to go through, and this is another really good one from Lawrence Inez, and I really hope I said your name correctly. Um, Lawrence has asked how to step into your inner queen when external evidence shows the opposite. And what she is really diving into in this question is what do you do when what you want in your life isn't happening yet? When you don't have the proof yet, but you're working on building the ideal image of who you want to be and what you want to have. This is another question that comes down to being it before you will see it. See, we all have this limiting belief where we can't show up until we are a certain way. And it's kind of like the old phrase, I'll be happy when, when I have this, then I'll this. And it's all crap because everyone has to start somewhere. And this is Yet another thing that I have been called out for myself. See, guys, this is the power of having a coach because you can't get away with having these BS little stories running through your mind. So I was always like, oh, yeah, like I don't have a team yet. So it's really hard for me to be able to achieve that that you have. And I am not that confident person yet with a massive following. And so once I've got that, then it will be easy for me to make more sales. You know, you know, these stories that are going on. So it comes down to, again, just showing up as that person that you want to be. Who gives a damn about what the external evidence is suggesting? Because if you start to consistently show up as that highest level version of you, as your inner queen, once you start letting that shine through, everything else will flow. It's like the law of attraction. The energy that you're putting out has to come back to you. It's a universal law. There is no way around it. What you are putting out has to come back to you, but you've got to put it out there. You've got to show up as that person that you are wanting to be, before you feel like you are there. It's kind of like the phrase, fake it till you make it, right? So just start showing up and eventually you're not faking it anymore. You're actually just showing up and everything is flowing 
naturally. So I hope guys that that answers everyone's questions in as much depth as you were hoping. This episode was actually, aside from all of my testing from the universe, (laughs) this episode was actually super fun to create. So I'm thinking I might do another one in a few weeks. Um, And we can dive maybe a little bit deeper into actual limiting beliefs rather than just how you can show up before you really feel like you are there. But as always, thank you so much for listening and don't forget to join me on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, be sure to let me know by leaving a review or sharing and tagging me in your stories. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and get your daily dose of BS free inspiration at at Jamie Lee White. While you're there, click the link in my bio to download my free workbook, Three Steps to Overcoming Your Inner BS. That's it from me today. I can't wait to chat to you in the next episode.